Okay, uh, that was a uh, original track of mine. I'm going to start uh, plugging that some of my music instead of playing the theme song because uh, it's my podcast and uh, I can do whatever I want. This is the uh, We Are the Strange podcast. I am your host, uh, Chris. I am a comedian. I'm a musician. I am a plugger of his own stuff. Oh, you're a comedian? Uh, I hate you. <laughs> I will introduce you. Um, by your full name now, uh, my Andy Richter today. No, no. <laughs> my Andy Richter today is uh, my buddy, uh, fellow comedian TJ. Hi. And my guest today is a big jerk, uh, Tyler. Hey. Yeah, great. It's me. <laughs> uh, thanks for coming out, man. Uh, you uh, you came from the city. You look all dapper. Thank you. What's going on with that? Yeah. Um, I had my my first day at this new job today. Okay. And, uh... What's the exact company and address? It's, uh... It's an office job at Office Building in <laughs> large city near us. You definitely sound like you're cheating on a wife that you don't have. Yeah. <laughs> I have to. Um, um, okay, is your first office gig? Second. Second? Well, my dad is an accountant, so I always did office stuff for him. Okay. But I don't really consider that... So it was like kind of temp I don't even work. Know I brought it up. Administrative. Uh, it sounds like experience. Yeah, yeah. I put it on my resume. Yeah, but, that's uh, all that shit is for. Is to put on your resume. Gun to my head. They're like, "Do you really consider this an office job?" I'm like, "No, really. It was okay. just chores for my dad." Okay. They put a gun to your head. Yeah, you gotta stop hanging out with these violent mm-hmm. interviewers. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So, but the new place, you, uh, you was it an interview? Uh, no, first day. First day at work. How'd it go? It went well. We, they got us lunch. It was like me and another guy. I wasn't expecting that. And that uh, was kind of nice. What race was he? He was um, Whitey. Whitey. <laughs> oh, boo. Wow, yeah. Yeah, boo so Whitey. You know it's an equal opportunity <laughs> employer. He's a straight white man. <clears throat> yeah, those guys have a tough time getting jobs and stuff like that. Yeah, especially, yeah. Did yeah. the straight stuff come up during the interview? Or? Yeah. Um, was like, like, I'm just... straight, front up, dog. Yeah. We only talked about the uh, XFL and uh, uh, XFL. <laughs> what? <laughs> what's another? Right. What's another straight thing? Uh, uh, I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm wow. Well, you're, you're asking straight people oh what a straight <laughs> thing is, and we cannot think of one thing. Yeah, it's like. Uh, Man, push-ups. I was firing on all cylinders right before you hit record, and now <laughs> you were you were complaining here. that I have nothing to talk about once you hit record. And you, you were, were? Right. yeah. He fulfilled his own prophecy. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, the boring, the most boring of all prophecies. If you're gonna be, there's not gonna be an Indiana Jones where it was like I don't think I'm gonna do well, and he does doesn't do well. I was like, oh, it's the prophecy, <laughs> the self-fulfilling prophecy. I'm like Indiana Jones buys into prophecies. Yeah. Dude, you know what'd be funny if they made an Indiana Jones? It you get to see Indiana Jones, but just when he's not on a quest, right? Just like him in the day to day. Well, he had a, he had a, he was a teacher. He was he had a job. Yeah, right. They what if they just focused on that for a movie? I don't know. We should ask uh, Steven Spielberg. He'll be my guest next week. Wow, you uh, landed him. I didn't want to spoil it, but uh, Tyler, it's a big mouth. Do you guys like the Harry Potter movies? Yeah, love them. Uh, define. Like, they're okay. <clears throat> I thought it was fairly easy to define like. <laughs> I, I I think they're fun, I guess, but I, I, I guess I wouldn't say they're like amazing movies. Well, here's what I was going to say, is that <laughs> I always liked the Harry Potter films even more so before like any action got kicked off. Okay. I just wanted to see them at school. Yes. You like that stuff? Just like walk in the halls, like doing... <clears throat> homework and like the social aspect of wizards that was way more interesting than like we have to find the chamber of secrets now it's like ah man this is going to take away from learning if ron gets laid well here's what i'm gonna say i uh (laughs) what if we just prefaced all of the things we say with uh that uh i enjoy superhero movies where the superheroes do stuff out of their costumes when they're in just regular clothes right that is my favorite Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my favorite thing is when they're jumping around because the suit's cheap. It's just like they just CGI that person in there, and it's like like the Spider-Man movies. Tom Holland's is in like ten percent of that movie. He's mostly yeah. a voice, you know. Yeah, I think all these movies really are fucking up by having like conflict in them. I don't want to <laughs> see like my favorite part is just like 
Harry Potter at school in class. Yes. And then Voldemort shows up. I'm like, get the fuck out of yes. here, Voldemort. Let the grown-ups take care of this. I want... We got an herbology test to study for. Yes. Well, I mean, I, I half agree with that. I didn't like the Voldemort part, but I did like where he got bullied a bunch. And so if he could just get bullied for yeah. like two hours... Yeah. Because there's a whole bunch of time where he's not at school. He's just getting bullied at home. And that's uh, the kind of stuff yeah. that I think I, I want to see. Bullied at home is abuse, I think. Is it? So you're just not bullied outside? I mean, Harry Potter is an abused kid. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. They, they abused him into thinking he could talk to snakes. That's how. Like, <laughs> I got hit with a bell, but it wasn't that bad because I didn't think I could talk to snakes. Yeah, that's Shit, how you so. know you're fucked up. When yeah. You're <laughs> I wonder what that point nonsense. is. Yeah, what's the number? What's the, what's the how many, many like, licks you got to take to get to the center of that snake power? Oh, man. Those parcel tongues. Yeah, but some people want conflict-free meat. I want conflict-free movie. Conflict-free movie. Uh, that's a lot of Studio Ghibli movies. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ponyo has no fucking conflict. Yeah, not it's really. It's just yeah. some things that happen. Even, even worse than that one, uh, My Neighbor Tortoro. I, I just recently watched that one, and they mentioned that the mom's sick, but she's never in any danger. So the kids, I think the conflict is like, no one's watching these kids. <laughs> <laughs> like, these kids are off on an adventure in a different world. Their dad's nowhere to be found. Uh, that's that, interesting. It's yeah. not no conflict. It's implied conflict. It's implied, but like, yeah, the, I mean, they didn't even say she was like really, really, she, she gets better at the end, but they weren't even like doubling down that she was like had cancer or anything like that. She was just like coughing. I hate movies <laughs> double down on that old cancer shit. Yeah. <laughs> double down on cancer. <laughs> they just exploit it. Um, so you, you had your, speaking of Harry Potter, so you had your first day at, uh, at work, um, did you do any actual office work, or was it all just kind of? It was like all training. It was yeah. all training and orientation. Are you allowed to say what you did? Um. Yeah. Because I actually do have a desk job where I'm not allowed to tell people what I do. Well, I'm basically gonna review expense reports, so it's like pretty tame. Like I'm not. That sounds like the beginning I'm to not a spy movie. Trading Bitcoin or anything. We're we're like you. You're just reviewing expenses, and then you notice a little blip. And then it turns out they're selling stuff to terrorists, and you found out accidentally. And you kick the shit out of guys. Oh with yeah, Tyler Autism. Kretz and The Rock. I mean, I am trying to in damage report. Kick the lid off this place. But that's <laughs> yeah. that's next week. Okay. First, uh, I find where the lid is. What's the? Uh, is, I don't know. This seems just really boring to you, but what is the dress code there? So I had to ask them about that, and they said business casual. Okay, why did you have to ask them about that? You usually seem like you're always in business casual. <laughs> like, out. naturally, every time I see you out at a mic, you're in business casual. Well, but then I looked at their official email, because I was going to wear a polo, which would have been my preferred wow. uh, garment. But really? um, they said button down, and I had to crack out this bad boy. This is like one of two... Passable <laughs> shirts I have. Yeah, when I uh, got my desk job, uh, I had to go to Target and get a whole new yeah. everything. I was in a band, so I did not own a polo mm-hmm. or a button up, except for Man. I had one for court. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a polo for oh, co- or I had a dress up for court. That was like that was it. Did I wore you? the same uh, shirt uh, that I wore to get uh, like a ticket, I had a speeding ticket, and I wore the same <laughs> shirt for when I got married. Was it a plain polo? <laughs> it was no, it was a button up black. Plain button up black. No uh, eight dress balls shirt. On eight balls with flames on them. <laughs> eight balls and flames. Yeah. And tigers. Isn't that what was very popular in high school? Wait, Tyler, how old are you? Um, twenty-seven on Monday. Oh, your birthday's oh. coming up. Yeah. That's okay. Well, this will actually air before that, so if you see Tyler, really? yeah, and know how is who that he is. possible? Uh, because uh, I'm po- I post these every Saturday. It's 2019. Oh, okay. Every Saturday Jeez. morning. Yeah, 2019. So you're gonna be 27. At a desk job, you got your dress shirt. I'm in the age where Go most party. most celebrities die. So really, yeah, most yeah. 27 club. What? What do you Heath mean? Heath Ledger, most Anton <laughs> Yelchin. Definitely some. Uh, oh yeah, that guy. Christina Applegate. Pretty much everybody. No, she's what alive. Uh, who's the one with, that was in that? Ashton <laughs> this is wishful no, no, no. Nobody has died that wasn't twenty-seven. I don't know if you guys know that. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, lots of people have. No, not. What dude, you look it up. About? Look it up. Stillbirths. No, it's just the Twenty-Seven Club. It's yeah. a series of popular celebrities all who died at the age of twenty-seven, like Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Uh, what's her face? Uh, rehab. Uh, what's her name? Amy, Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. Who was the um, one who was the female love interest in Eight Mile? Oh, uh, Chris. Mackay Pfeiffer. Brittany Murphy. Mackay Pfeiffer. 
Is that a made up? Did you combine That's two celebrities? That's the black guy from like Step Up. From Eight Mile. Eight Mile. Oh, he's in Eight Mile. Yeah, I think so, right? Why do you Why do you have a, a wealth of knowledge of the cast of Eight Mile? How many movies? How many times oh, wait, no, you watch that movie? Ty Pfeiffer is in, um, that Sam Jackson, Coach Carter. I'm pretty sure. I thought he's also in Eight Mile because in the song he goes, "And it's no movie, it's no Mackay Pfeiffer." And I always thought that was oh, like a little wink, like, "Haha, get it? Yeah, Mackay Pfeiffer's in my fucking movie." Oh, I, didn't, I feel like I didn't Eminem know what he would meant not by have that. that. He's so. got some silly corny shit. He's got way sillier true. and cornier shit. But he than was that. not silly in Eight Mile. No, no, that's when this, he was trying to go serious, right? I think he's always going he serious. He was making jokes sometime. with the murderer's face. Well, look, I'll tell you what. I'm going to look up if Mackay Pfeiffer was in 8 Mile. I didn't even know the real person. I just I just wow. thought he was making up a word to make it rhyme. It's a good rhyme. He's, uh, do you see that video where he, someone says, I bet you can't rhyme orange. Yeah. He's like nine that was 60 words. minutes. Yeah. It was 60 minutes of him rhyming the word orange. That's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like that. That's really cool. I think it's cool that he did that. Yeah, he just says orange, door hinge. Yeah, door hinge is one orange, of Orange, door hinge. I, at first I was a little annoyed by that. Yeah, Mackay Pfeiffer. He plays Future in, in 8 Mile. He plays Future. Oh, that's Isn't Mackay there, Pfeiffer? There's a real rapper named Future, though. Yeah, there's Eminem's Did he base his too. persona off of... Was, Eminem, was 8 Mile based on real events? I, I believe it was like his semi-autobiography, right? Oh, they gave me a semi Like... <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna bleep that out. Uh, <laughs> bleep out Eminem, please, so he doesn't hear this. Uh, that's great. Did you listen to Eminem back in high school? Were you big? Are yeah. you a big rap fan now? Look at me. I'm white white guy. Of course I was. <laughs> you just root. You you root for all the white guys. Uh, Eminem, Hockey. Gacy, uh, <laughs> Logic. I think he's also white. Jeffrey Dahmer was white. Logic, uh, like the rapper it? Logic. Yeah, is he white or is yeah. he half? Is he half? He's half. I mean, oh. he says it in, like, all of his songs. Like, that every song is... I'm do, you like, do you like that song, Homicide? Uh, I don't know that song. Oh, that's that's Logic and Eminem. Really? Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. In my it's opinion. It's really stupid that you don't know But that. by the time this come out in three days, that song is probably going to be lame to everyone, so cut that out. <laughs> I'll just uh, superimpose you saying a more popular song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah whatever <laughs> bumping on Monday, just put that in, drop that in for me. <laughs> whatever's bumping. Oh, man. Uh, so it says here uh, <laughs> that you went to film school. Are you looking at my Wikipedia page? Yes, I, I, yeah, I, I brought it up. Uh, you went to film school, you said, right? You said that recently, didn't you? Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately? Yeah. You didn't enjoy your time at, at film school? I'm honestly jealous of you because as uh, a younger uh, version of myself, uh, I guess child, is where they, uh, I really wanted to go into film. And I wanted to go to film yeah. school. But like, I wanted to go to Columbia, but I got super heavy into drugs, and I think that was a better route. Um, but you went to film school. It, yeah. The, the only reason I, I say I'm not enthusiastically, if there was, I'm sure there is, well, I guess I am, whatever the basic white girl version of a white dude is, I'm that, like, went to film school now does stand up and now you're on a podcast now is on a podcast a trifecta and you know just there's probably like 20 other things that are just not yeah but that are seemingly yeah, like fuck no i totally i totally get what it's like to not like doing things that you feel are stereotypical for yourself i, I totally understand that um, but not only to go to film school, but then also do nothing with it right. is like... Well, did you finish? Did you complete? Or did you... I did. It was only a two-year film school. Right. And I'll, I'll shit on this place, even though... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the name of the school? Flash... It's Tribeca Flashpoint Media Arts Academy. Oh, that's a sponsor. What town was that in? Chicago. Okay. And uh, honestly, it, it was a good school, but I was just... I didn't... I didn't follow up on anything that they put in front of me to like make something happen afterwards because like if you wanted to get a job afterwards you needed to like actually apply for interviews actually work on things that didn't pay money but would lead to other things right and do all this you know not not the you would you weren't like working with Steven Spielberg like right out of the gate, well, and so that. I was just like, "Oh, I'm just going to deliver pizzas for the next four years and save money instead of like struggling to really? like do anything related to film." Like I did a handful of things, and then it all just kind of like fell off. Like they helped you for a little while right. after you graduated. 
they'd like just basically say like hey just call this guy and you'll get to do a thing and i was like oh yeah i'll do that but then once that stopped happening then i was like i'll just deliver pizza well now. i mean how old were you when you finished film school i was 20 okay so, so was I, don't be too hard kid. on yourself yeah, yeah. That's, that's another th- i went there way 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 too young yeah no, I believe that. Like you, you went, but then I think as you get older, you start to appreciate the things and have like more of an attention span for stuff. Like when you're younger, immediate gratif- like immediate gratification is everything. Yeah. And if you're not seeing results right away, it's terrible. But I mean, you hated it back then, but now you're doing stand up, and yeah. <laughs> which is basically you having to go out and do work and do shitty things all the time and grind for very little money. Um, but then you could also argue that stand-up is instant gratification. It is. It is. Because as soon as you write a joke, you hit, it, hit the stage like almost immediately, mm-hmm. and then you can tell if it's good. And yeah. uh, Actually, uh, I wanted to stay away from comedy too much, but I, I, I heard about you at Mojo's last night doing a stand-up, right? Yeah. Um, and I heard that you were awful, and I really wanted to see... <laughs> No, yeah. I, uh, I heard you, you were so good. Timmy Blaze sent a message to us saying, Tyler is fucking killing it right now. Oh, I'm going to bleep out your last name. Uh, uh, he, he said you were killing well, it. no one makes it this far, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Uh, the, for all my three listeners, please ignore that. Uh, you were so strict with it at the start. Well, I can I can get away. It's my podcast. I can bleep you're it right. out. You're right. I'm going to bleep out everything. You bleep on. Yeah. Anyway. Don't fucking bleep me. It would be... it. Yeah, I mean, if you can bleep it, that would be nice. But it all no, I'm gonna it bleep would it. also be funny if someone was like trying to sabotage me, and they're like, "Got the last name? I can like start my work now." <laughs> this is uh, this was the last straw. Uh, but you had a, a really good set last night, right? Did you do new stuff or old stuff? I did, I did old stuff that I haven't done in a while. Okay, that was good stuff back when i was doing it like right. it was jokes that were working so you're just kind of seeing if they still work yeah or, i'm just or are you like tempted to do it because the room was packed no i i had pre it was premeditated to work on that joke um yeah because i did add a few things yeah that word um, always makes me nervous <laughs> premeditated it's usually followed by murder and every other time i've heard it i've never heard someone say it was premeditated the comedy it was it's always it was premeditated the murder have you ever heard it that's so weird yeah i think you're uh definitely a serial killer <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh but okay so you you were planning to do that yeah yeah cut me off whenever you are done or don't want to talk about stand-up anymore because i can no i can talk about that's what's really tempting okay. is like i never get to talk to you about yeah. stand-up really and now i really want to but um, so we'll go for a little bit longer. Okay. And we got a cold turkey because everyone talks about stand up. Mm-hmm. We always have these comedians. I'm giving you th- four minutes. Four minutes. Yeah. We're gonna do less than that. That's too much. I give you two. Two, two minutes. Just go tell on. your drugs from that night really fast. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, do you uh, do you feel like you are tempted sometimes to do older stuff that you know works in a room? Like sometimes I'll go to a mic. And uh, I'll be like, I'm gonna try all new stuff, and then the room's like packed with yeah. norm- normals. And I'm like, nope, I'm doing stuff I know what's work because I don't want to leave here, like, sad, you know? I, not that I've been doing it for that long, but I feel like I was more doing that, like, a year and a half ago when, like, I would have new jokes that I had written that I was, like, not confident in at all, but I was like, these are at least new jokes. And then I would go to the shrine and just randomly a ton of people would be there and I would be like, oh, fuck all those new jokes. I'm just going to do what I think will work right here because I'd rather just get laughs if possible than try these new jokes. Right. Whereas now I feel like, yeah, for sure. Now I'll try and stick to like the thing I was working on that day. But then there's also that, uh, the idea that as, as a, as a comic that you have to read the room and do what's appropriate. I think it's a fine line between doing, changing your set to read the room and then like chickening out, you know, (laughs) and not committing to what you were, uh, uh, planning to do yeah you know? um so i'm trying to fight that because i'll check it out 100 percent. i'll check it out all the time i want people to like me yeah. also what if someone's there who's never seen me before like a, a booker that happens right you're not at the point right now where you need to be thinking about look like chickening out you just need to be doing your shit and doing it well yeah like 
chickening out. Like, that's, like, shit you have to do to prove to yourself, like, all right, I still got this. Like, no, yeah. it's just, like, I feel like I, you know, I had a specific idea of what I wanted to do. And because of the situation, I changed it because I was too scared to do poorly. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to do stuff I know works, but that, yeah, that I, doesn't I, do any, That's not work for me. Like, I know that stuff works. I will. I, I have that completely. Like, I'll have a new joke, but then my fear of it not going well will be like, I'm not going to do this right now because yeah. I'm afraid of it being received badly. Right. And I think that's fair. Well, have fears. Um, <laughs> okay, so back to uh, um, film school, right? You, you didn't. Yeah. Uh, but you. So now, have you ever thought about doing like a full length movie? Uh, yeah, I would love to. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be super fun. And at this point, I'm, I've accepted that it would probably turn out like shit. But I think it would just be oh, yeah. fun. Fun to do to it. Say, just to do like, it. Yeah, I made a movie at one point. Right. And here it is. You can pretend like you watched it and uh <laughs> pretend yeah, be, like, yeah i would definitely say i watched it as your friend uh, yeah, don't ask me questions about it you wouldn't watch his movie i'd get around to it i would watch it immediately would you i watch everybody's shit not everybody's shit i watch yeah a lot no of you don't watch shit. everybody's <laughs> get, get out of here but i do see uh, i would TJ watch Tyler watch some show. other people's like videos and i'm like i know that's gonna be bad don't watch that and he'll watch like three minutes of it and then regret his life all right that's three minutes and never get back of random we... stuff or people you know stuff yes <laughs> <laughs> uh if you had to film a movie do you have like a, an ideal like genre or kind of movie that you would like to make as like a dream movie yeah like say okay say money was not an option you're being funded you any any amount of money to make this movie but you can only make one movie yeah what movie what kind of movie would you make i would i wouldn't be the person to do it because someone else could do it i would fuck it up what but if That's no not, one if no this one this is a fantasy question if the no fantasy, one else like was gonna else do it and it's like you have to do this yes you have to do it you'll probably fuck it up but you're the only person who you this is the way it works then i would adapt bioshock into a movie oh cool i do like that game yeah that'd be very cool bioshock with uh, the little girls yeah i feel like that would be a great movie um and there's other things in the little girls not, i don't know why you said not just me that. doing it but just like if someone did you this just love yeah. ayn rand just love 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 her. bioshock <laughs> is that I'm, i mean that's the, that... see, i don't even know enough about it to even so sci-fi that. sci-fi that... adventure what would that be sci-fi thriller Sci-fi action, sci-fi action, right? Horror Bioshock. romance, horror, yeah, it could retro be like futuristic horror. horror romance. I have a hard time saying horror. Horror. Yeah, horror. that yeah, that's why I like it so much. It's like the the setting is so interesting. Is it romance? I mean, there's no, like a there's like a romantic storyline in one of the games. Okay, but yeah, it's just dark and creepy and. So the, the setting for this uh, uh, game is like what they're, they're underwater. Right, it's set in the fifties. Yeah, and they basically built this technological utopia that went under. Uh-huh. Right, and then all of the machines and stuff like that, they got stuck under there. The machines went haywire, and then people also started to mutate. Mm-hmm. Right, and they were experimenting with genetics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would be a really cool movie. Yeah, man. No, yeah. no comedy in it all. Just serious. <laughs> <laughs> you should throw in some jokes. You gotta have some yucks. Some jokes. What what movie would you want to do? Um, I've thought about this a lot, actually. I want to do a supernatural thriller um, about uh, two guys who are friends, and then the uh, one, they've been friends for forever, and then one friend dies. Um, they just basically, all they do is sit around and play video games, and then they find out later that the one friend who died, he was a serial killer. They found a bunch of bodies in his, uh, in the walls of his house, and so uh, it ruins his friends, his surviving friend's life. Because they, they accuse him of being an accomplice and stuff like that. His life is ruined. And he starts to crack and to the point where he starts seeing his friend. And his friend convinces him to start picking up where he left off. Oh, is this a thing you've written like an outline for? Or? I've written uh, a bunch of it, yeah. Nice. Uh, so, and then basically I want to tiptoe around like him actually being there or not. Like I want the, uh, the viewers to be like, I'm not sure if he's there. Because like, you know how ghosts like disappear off when they turn the camera, they're gone. I want that to happen. But when they pan back and he's not there, he just like kind of pops up from behind the couch like he was actually hiding. So it implies that he's hiding for a reason, but they're not actually ever confirmed if he's actually there or not so that's that's the kind of like the running bit i want it to be a dark comedy essentially 
a buddy buddy dark comedy. What? Yeah. What about you, TJ? Any movie ideas? You seem like a musical guy. Like if I were to make a movie? Yeah, if someone gave you all the money in the world to yeah. make a movie, everyone's starving because of this, and they're like, it was better be good because we're yeah. starving now. And you okay. can just remake all the money in the world if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, With Kevin Spacey. <laughs> I've got him writing and starring in it. So. Yeah. Well, he's so hot right now. He's so hot. Uh, uh, he's I coming would, back. I would make a uh, cyberpunk musical, which is uh, which would be an adaptation on Beauty and the Beast with a Hispanic heroine who at some point gets her hands blown up. You, what? Have you been thinking about this for a really long time? Because that was like... <laughs> maniacally specific <laughs> that was crazy really yeah uh cyberpunk musical yeah based off beauty and the well, beast the setting is cyberpunk does she have to be hispanic because i feel like that's gonna make people mad no i like it she's my hero mm. she's the heroine of the story she's like alita i think she should be white uh that's just my thing <laughs> uh, <laughs> i really don't like when they change stuff uh, no, that sounds great. That sounds great. No, it doesn't. But that's really you like, that would be my <laughs> what? You, so no, you, you asked what you my took, dream project would be. So yeah, my nobody's dream. You is took like marketable all the money good. in the world to do something <laughs> you're not even proud of. <laughs> that, that is insane. It was insane to give me that money. an unlimited amount of money to make a stupid ass project. <laughs> um, do you have like a specific film genre that you lean towards? Because um, uh, the movie you wanted to make seemed like sci-fi horrors. Are those like two of your favorite genres you don't seem like a sci-fi horror guy typically yeah i do actually like those genres a lot yeah i don't actually watch many comedy movies yeah i don't i I used to but not many anymore there's not many that are funny and most suck too they're really really bad now yeah i like yeah that's probably my main thing i'm reaching for interesting so you're a big horror fan yeah. You ever dabble in uh, Japanese horror, like the, the Eastern? What? Ja- Why did you laugh at Japanese horror? <laughs> I, just think, I, just, I forgot that? that this is an official segment on the show. <laughs> what? Japanese horror? What, the, what, what? I'm asking you. I just laugh. I'm sorry. I, ha- I mean, I've seen The Grudge. That's about it. Does oh, okay. that even count as Japanese horror? Um, well, which version? Did you see the Japanese version? <laughs> Why do you guys keep laughing when I see Japanese? It, that's not what we're laughing. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna take a break. <laughs> each no, time you each time you like Japanese horror. It well, seems like you're like, slipping it in like it's something like sneakily. I don't know. Oh, well, I feel like this is always my thing. Is any time I I. And this is not on you at all. This is on me. Anytime I talk about something I like and someone else is, in, else is also into that thing, they always know way more about it than I do. <laughs> and then I always look like a piece of shit. I'm just like, well, I guess you can have that one. No, then. no, I'm no. Just, no, and I, I totally I like get that. horror. Oh, do you like Japanese? I like the... Have you seen the Japanese? Well, I guess yeah. I don't like horror then. No, Never mind. no, 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 that's not. But I understand uh, that feeling. Like, I'll say I like something, and they're like, oh, yeah, name, like, five right. things. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, I can't. Classic yeah, I was, I was talking to, um, name, uh, name, drop I guess you could just bleep this out. No, but... you, could say, you could say other people's full names. I just don't like ours. <laughs> oh, okay. I was talking to Mike Rimley about, I was saying how, how much I like Tim and Eric. Okay. And then he just started quoting yeah. very specific Tim and Eric bits and i was i was like i don't remember that at all that guy's got like a steel trap for he references does. though yeah, he's got and he'll do that he's done that to us a bajillion he's times where he'll quote something uh like verbatim to the t in, he's in, yeah, yeah he's I'm real good like, who's good it's good who are you who are you he is Tim he's comedy sponge yeah yeah he absorbs everything he's a great guy shout out to mike rimley we haven't seen you in a while when's he coming back he fucks goats uh i heard i heard Fox Coats? Mm-hmm. I'm not bleeping that out. In fact, I'm going to turn it up because you kind of whispered like you didn't want it to be on the mic. Well, I, I mean, I'm not ashamed of it. It's not like a Japanese anime. I didn't say it like that. <laughs> I was saying Japanese horror. It's fine. <laughs> so is the Japanese grudge um, you know, uh, better? I, a lot of the... Well, we rip off Japan with like yeah. a lot of their... Well, especially as, as of lately, their horror movies. Uh, and a lot of the time it is better, but I do think that... I can't remember if it's The Ring or The Grudge. 
I think it's the ring actually, but it's not the same ilk. Our version is better than theirs. Okay. Theirs is kind of tacky, like the the makeup is really really bad, and we have like better special effects. Yeah. I think there's also the time difference of when they were made. But typically Japanese horror and just like uh, I like a uh, like Eastern storytelling, I prefer to a lot mm-hmm. of things. That's why I exclusively watch anime right now. I prefer. I, was list- I heard this on I forget who you were talking to. Mayo's. I think it was TJ. I yeah. try to talk to TJ about anime all the time. He does. I just force it upon him. I just prefer Eastern storytelling, like their tropes and their plot devices, I find way more interesting. And then mm. we end up copying them later on anyway. You know? Like, uh, they always do this one where the bad guy, the villain, he's like the villain for the entire time. And then later on, he's just like, he's your best friend. And then you rely on him, and you're like super close. But he was, the, and I, I love that. I also love. Uh, it's like Buffy. Um, there's a genre of anime called Shonen. Where it's just, it's always like a young group of kids, and they all have, they bring something different to the table, and they kind of like develop as they go. And I like that kind of camaraderie, whereas we don't really have anything like that. It's always just like one dude who's a badass. He's usually Liam Neeson. Uh, One of his family members is kidnapped, you know, and then he tries to kill black people. (laughs) (laughs) He fucking succeeds. uh, Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you remember that, but that was, uh, that was pretty bad. Send send me some uh, anime to wet my beak. Really? Because I would uh, go down that rabbit hole if I don't, had don't, the right. Don't say expressions like that around TJ because he's <laughs> a, super weird. immature and he just giggles. <laughs> and you can't beak. say wet your beak for <laughs> Japanese. You're talking about a whole. Well, I'm not. I'm not talking about a Japanese. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah, I will send them to you if you if you really wanna if you really wanna watch some. I recommend some to TJ. Don't but... throw me in the deep end, though. No, 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 no. I would I, I wouldn't do something crazy. Yeah, he wouldn't uh, show you something with like squids, I, fucking kids. I did do that once on accident. I forgot that that part happened. Uh, in any case, I will start you off yeah. slow. You know, something that's just like good storytelling. Okay. I'm not a crazy person. All right. Why would you show I someone made, who's trusting you to let them? I made know? one mistake. I showed TJ something that I forgot. There was a part where oh, tentacles. Oh, TJ got burned? I, I showed him this anime about food. Mm-hmm. And uh, in one of the first scenes, a girl gets uh, penetrated by a tentacle. And I forgot that that happened. Because it never happens again. It's, There's it's, three seasons. That it's, it's way more likely that it happens so much that you forgot that. it was a part of the show. <laughs> oh, for, I forgot. It was a non-issue. The second point. act, that's when that happens. God damn it. Um, well, that's cool. I didn't know that you were into sci-fi and horror stuff like that. You don't seem like the type. You also don't seem like the type to play video games. You don't seem like a nerd. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, I'm, why I'm, is that's just very stuff. That's very just stuff. vanilla person. You don't, do, I don't seem like I'm into anything. <laughs> that's <laughs> just like a blank slate mm-hmm. you sleep standing up you're a conehead coffin a co- <laughs> no that's really cool uh um now you want to start do you, do you mind if we talk about how you want to get into sketches or do you want to keep that on the rest for a little bit oh yeah well, yeah we can talk about that we yeah. can talk about a writing sesh writing sesh how much uh, of a disaster it was no, you really think it was bad no it was good okay so uh, uh tyler wants to start uh doing sketches which i think is a really cool idea um and uh and I just think that uh, being seen on YouTube and stuff like that is a is a cool step. You know, something to keep us busy at least. Yeah. You know, good good outlet for when the mics. You know, if you do too many mics in a row, you're just like, yeah. what am I doing? Here? You're gonna burn out, um, especially on so slow uh, seasons of uh, not getting booked. Cause I'm I have nothing going on right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. So, uh, time to do some sketches. Keep busy. I actually ordered uh, a 4K camera. Nice. What did you get? I got uh, the GoPro Hero Black 5. Nice. So it can shoot in 4K, which is cool, at 60 frames per second, which is good, right? So that means we could do (laughs) slow-mo stuff um, in high quality. Great. Uh, But no zoom or anything like that. All those great slow-mo sketches. But it does have uh, digital stabilization, uh, which is nice. And then I'm also probably going to get a gimbal just so it can be like a more of like a steady cam. I always like the stuff like that. I want to start shooting like um, music videos as well. Sweet dude. Yeah. You ever start? You ever thought about doing any of that stuff like uh, professionally? Because actually, it's. Uh, I feel like it's. There's a lot more work out there for videography than uh, than you think. People are always asking for stuff. Yeah. Um. I did. I was doing like wedding stuff with this company last year. Right. And uh, editing weddings is kind of sucks. Yeah. You don't um, like seeing when two people are happy? No, I totally get that. It drives me nuts. What? It makes me grind my teeth when I see people like holding hands or something like that. 
Like, right. I'm like, who do you think you are? I mean, it's a wedding. They can hold hands. No. It's inappropriate. <laughs> inappropriate? It's inappropriate. After, after school, I did do, like, a handful, like, corporate things. Like, I did, like, uh, there's, like, this medical conference thing at uh, the McCormick place. And I, like, filmed the guy's booth. And that was all right. And I completely agreed with you on a, I think it was on your last pod, where it was, like, when someone gives me work to do, it stresses me out because oh, I I put way more into it than if it was just my own thing. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, I have to make this really good. Yeah. No, and and, I and, don't enjoy that. I actually do not. I'm just like, why did I put myself in this yeah, position? I would I rather just be like waiting tables right now. Hating it. I always end up hating it. Uh, Amber will see me. I'm a mess. Every time I get like a, an actual gig for yeah. something and I have to take it seriously when it's like a huge client. I'm always like stressing out. My hair is falling out. Is because yeah. like I like when I do my own stuff or anything like that. It doesn't matter if it goes well. But now that I'm getting paid and money's involved, that uh-huh. stresses me out to no end. And then I'm like, well, they like it, whatever. Because at home, I just have to contend with myself. Yeah. But now I have to see if a client will like it, and who knows what reason they. I had to send. I, I recently just got something sent back to me because they're like, there's some pitch issues and stuff like that, and I thought I was done with it. Uh, so I had to go back in and re-edit and uh, re-record, and I was like, oh my god. And then they haven't sent anything back yet, and waiting is horrible. Like, waiting to see if, like, do they like it now? And there's yeah. a very good chance that they don't. So I'm, I'm waiting for that email back where, like, okay, it's done, so I can just relax. Because mm-hmm. they already paid me up front for a lot of it. I don't, it's, I don't like that pressure. Yeah, it's awful. Um, but at the same time, like a lot of people do ask for stuff like this, you know, yeah. I think it's out there and it's money on the table that you could potentially get, you know, I'll just keep, keep it open mind. Has this been the interview the whole time? What? <laughs> your, your job interview? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is, this is just a job interview. Uh, my buddy, uh, I told you about this guy before he, he runs, uh, or he co-owns a uh, kind of like a like a production like a production company, right? Mm-hmm. They do um, they do a lot of corporate gigs where they film a lot of stuff. They do commercials and stuff like that. Do you want to shout them out? Oh uh, yeah, a shout out to Motion Source. Uh, Motion Source, um, Craig. Um, he they do they always do really good work, and sometimes they will outsource um, that work to me when it's appropriate. Um, and they also let me get some hands on experience like gripping for them and stuff like that, which I think is valuable. But you went to film school, so you've probably seen a lot of that stuff anyway. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, news to you. But like when you work and then put in time with guys like that, like the reason they outsource some work to me is because I help them out every once in a while. So it's kind of like a synergy thing. Plus, I just like the experience and working with other creatives, you know. Yeah. Do you hang out with a bunch of people um, from high school still? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. Really? That's like my whole main core group is just all people from high school. And then besides like comics, like. I can't read you at all. All comics are like new people I've met. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't I don't I'm not really in contact with anyone from college. It's all just like people from high school and now people from comedy. That's like my two little worlds. Interesting. You didn't strike me as that kind of person. Yeah. Yeah. TJ, do you? You don't, right? You don't hang out with a bunch of people from high school anymore. Well, you went to high school in Indiana. I did, and then I started doing comedy. Yeah, and then yeah. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, I don't really my I hang out with my roommate. <laughs> he went to high school with me, but then beyond that, like I don't see those guys anymore. Cause I prefer to hang out with people who kind of do the similar stuff. To well, me. all all my high school friends, it was just like it's not a lot of us. It's like five of us. We all just made videos. Okay. So this was like what we were doing before I was doing like comedy more seriously. Right. They were like the comedy people, and so yeah. So you something you have more in common with them create. Creatively. Yeah, yeah, we Creatively. had, I, th- I think that's why right. we're still, like, good friends, because, right. like, we had that other thing that I, we were doing. I think creators along. need to be around other people who create. It's hard yeah. to, not that uh, there's nothing wrong with people who don't, but it's hard for me to, like, talk to or hang out with people who don't also make something. Mm-hmm. Like, if your hobby is, like, TV, which is fine, you know, I can't really, I, I barely watch TV, <laughs> you know? You watch a lot of anime. I watch a lot of anime. Well, yeah. like, most, most people my age, like, just the go-to thing is to just, like, go to a bar every day of the week, seemingly, yeah. and just hang out there. And, like, I completely agreed with you that you're, like, not a bar guy, right? No. And that's, like, not me either. Yeah. Like, I would, 
when at my last serving job, like people would go out to the bar and like sometimes I would go and I just they weren't like comedy people really. They they were perfectly nice people, but I would just end up like not saying anything, just like waiting to leave because like. <laughs> I'm, waiting I'm just leave. not a bar person. No, I I, I totally get that. I, I I got that out of my system, and then right after, right like as I did, uh, I started doing stand up. So now I'm back all the time. I used to bartend <laughs> for like six years, and oh, I used wow. to drink all the time. And so even after I was done bartending, I was like in bars all the time. And then finally got out of my system. Then I went to Josephine's to do that with Mike, <laughs> and now I've been doing stand up. Now I'm in bars every night. Yeah. Uh, which is crazy. Uh, Skits actually just talked about. Um, oh, was he on here? Uh, no, uh, Skits was not. Uh, but Skits has a podcast. Yeah, uh, that's super good. You should check out uh, if you haven't already. But uh, uh, they were talking about uh, working clean. Uh huh. And uh, I know I'm going back to comedy. Uh, it's because hard not to. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is is really hard not to. Uh, fuck, I forgot where I was going with that. Even anyway, what were you talking about? You were talking about serving. Oh, fuck. Serving we were talking about bars. Oh, well, do you ever feel like that your material is geared towards bar people? Because that's most of my stuff is like, I, is for bar people. It has to be. It's it, where you're performing. That's where we do it all the time, you know? So it's kind of hard to work clean when, uh. I think it makes you better, though, because you have to say something that will get their attention. Uh, okay, I could see that. And I think there's more of an eclectic, like, cause you never know. Like, bar people is a very general, vague thing that can encompass uh, different groups of people. So I guess that's fair. you got to take everything you get. I kind of just lump them together as one amorphous thing. It's like a bar person. They're going to want to hear something about sex. Well, they all are kind of similar. Yeah. People who are at a clean comedy show are there to see a clean comedy show. Right. So if you tell a joke that at least works they're going to be appreciative but at a bar you gotta you gotta grab them yeah, yeah. you gotta grab them by the pussy <laughs> uh that is another thing that i will not be bleeping i will <laughs> that'll be the sound bite of <laughs> it's just time to... that is what your hat says and when yeah. you're rich they just let you you have uh that's really funny i wish i i wonder if i can get that sound bite of you saying that <laughs> i want a sound bite of you uh, saying I'm, that i don't i'm gonna get a sound bite tj but it's gonna say i'm gonna cut out the part where it says don't i think it's I, funny <laughs> it's I terrific think it's funny it's great uh you have, have you ever, has anyone ever told you that you have a very distinct voice like i feel like you have the perfect voice for a podcast you have a radio voice <laughs> No, you must have. You've I never. Actually, what? Who's? who's I, no I, one, sorry. No one's ever said that to you. No, someone has. My friend and I did a podcast before. It, he moved away, so we had to put it on hiatus. But his girlfriend Wait, listened back to all the episodes. What race was he? White. Okay. <laughs> Why? That's my new thing this month: is asking people. What we did have on a black guest new. though. Did you? Yeah. So, so you're cool. We're cool with everyone. <laughs> All genders and races and species. Species? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to have an otter. Kevin species. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he moved away. And uh, his, his girl, he, he has a good radio voice. Better than yours? Yeah, oh yeah. But then his girlfriend one time said that she really liked my voice. And I always don't like my voice. I feel really? like, yeah, it sucks. No, uh, someone was just talking about you and saying that you have like uh, an iconic kind of super original <laughs> voice. Someone said that about you. I swear You're to God. Iconic. Ooh. I, I don't remember. Damn uh, it. I know. But <laughs> that really would have got oh, me off. Actually, I do remember who it was. I remember. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Emily Schaefer. Oh, Emily Schaefer oh, said dang. that. Yeah. Well, God, all right. Well, we're at Mojo's. Like your weird I think. Maybe it wasn't her. Well, Emily, if you're not listening, can someone own up to that and just <laughs> yeah, write me a letter? Uh, but yeah, you do. You do have a, a very distinct voice. I, I, uh, I love how uh, uh, <laughs> you talk. It's so, but it's hard when I talk to you. I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or not because it's like ov- overly sarcastic. The way you say I, everything, I do get that a lot. Sounds sarcastic. Like I asked you today if you went to Kohl's and you thought I meant the department store. <laughs> And then you were saying stuff, and I didn't realize that you were joking <laughs> because of the way you said it. Uh, yeah, because you you 
I'll tell you about this. I roll up to Chris's pad, and I'm wearing this ridiculous outfit for my job today. And Chris says, did you just go to Kohl's? Which I thought was a dig at me, saying, like, <laughs> you must have just picked this up at Kohl's. But he meant Cole's open mic. Right. Not the department store where apparently white people shop. I have no idea. That's not a narrative I was trying to build. Uh, but that is the kind of thing that Tyler thought I was implying, mm-hmm. uh, which is a lot about you. Something you need to work on. I do like Cole's, and I'm trying to get into other stores. So <laughs> It sounds like you're breaking into these places. Good fucking luck, man. Uh, I have this thing. Um, you ever hear about misconnections? Yeah. Have you ever, have you like, dived deep into that world? So, do you, you, do you guys know who Chris D'Elia is? Yeah. Um, not, a lot of people don't like him. I'm a big fan. I think he's very funny. On his podcast, he does a Misconnections segment. Oh, does segment. he? Mm-hmm. Well, well, we're going to do it anyway. Yeah, please. Yeah. Uh, this one, I was, uh, this was in South Shore. I don't know where that is. South Shore? Is that Chicago? South, oh, yeah. I mean, there's lots of that's south of the north shore all right so i i just pick ones that kind of stand out to me they're not always like terrible this one's called bust your bubble in south shore Aww. looking for shorty who i bumped into at charter fitness on pulaski you were short and chubby i was just <laughs> off to a good start i like when people start off something with a dig uh, i think i think people really respond to that i was the stocky older black man we should talk again so i could bust your bubble it was like wow. talking Whoa. to you Holy bust shit. your bubble that one stood out to me because i've never heard uh that as a as a flirt bust i've your never bubble? yeah i've never been like hey i'm gonna oh, look at that girl i'm gonna bust her bubble i don't think it's a flirt i think it's a promise <laughs> right. yeah if you like if you just take that at face value that's very like that's a threat like, hey, you're chubby. I'd love to bust your bubble. It's yeah. Like, what? <laughs> it also, or it sounds like she has like a distinct belief, and he's like, "No, I'm gonna prove it wrong right now. Oh. I'm gonna bust your bubble." Yeah, he's a Jehovah's Witness. But uh, I have to believe that it's inherently sexual since it's anonymous on Craigslist. I would say everything. That's a fair assumption. This one I think is a person's real name, uh, Barb McLean. Oh no, Barb McLean Avenue. I guess that's uh, and it's in Elgin. This is not too far away. Uh, when you close the door, I immediately felt, and this is in quotes, desire and lust <laughs> came so close to leaning in for one. That was oh. also in quotes. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you're an Elgin, please, and, you're, and a woman, please be on the lookout. What could that mean in quotes? Uh, I just think this guy doesn't know how to use Kafka quotes. You think? <laughs> he felt, I think maybe he's like, oh, that sounds bad. Let me put that in quotes and it'll right. look better. Desire. He immediately felt desire and lust, uh, which is insane, when he closed the door. And then he came so close to leaning in for one. That is not... Uh, you know what's kind of creepy is that like this person must not have their number. So they're thinking like, I'll have to just go on Craigslist. Right. But then they also must just be going back to that place looking for that person. Because <laughs> oh, if you're desperate enough Lord. to think that yeah. Craigslist is like a viable option, right. you'd also think, well, just going there also... Yeah. I might as well do some legwork, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this isn't your only... Right. Yeah, I'm going to explore all my options here. I'm, I'm a creep. I'm not lazy. Uh, this one's a little, a little long, but it, I'll stop where it stood out to me. Uh, a beautiful brunette who talked to me about my dog on Cornelia today. That was just the subject. Uh, you're so ridiculously beautiful. Me and my nephew were walking my puppy this morning around 11, and you stopped to talk about how cool it was to watch her junk the fence. You were in purple <laughs> yoga pants. Uh. <laughs> you already? Yeah, I like when people describe the... Yeah, what's the point sexiness. of that? You were in purple yoga pants. When I asked if you live in the neighborhood, you said Clark and Oakdale. Okay, so immediately asked where she lives. Uh, <laughs> so you're not super far. Alas... I wasn't going to just pimp on you in front of my nephew. <laughs> so that's, that's another way I've never heard someone describe yeah, flirting with someone. You ever pimp on someone? This Did you, nephew when you, sounds like a real cockblock. When you, <laughs> when you met Brittany, were you like, I'm going to pimp on her? I mean, I didn't think it, but I did it. Yeah. You did? Like... <laughs> and that's the difference between you and this guy. Your guy gets stuff done. You, just, you don't think about pimping on people. You just pimp on them. Dude, it ain't easy. <laughs> Well, that's fun. Actions speak louder than words. They do. Uh, but I still think consent is nice. Uh, sexy Latino at Menards. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> sexy sexy Latino at Menards. This is in Plainfield. Oh, you can cast her in your movie. Yeah. Did Where you, you say Latino? Latino. Sexy Latino. Uh, well, also, you should have uh, Belle play, uh, play by man. 
If you're if you're if you're gonna mess with people, might as well do it hard. This is no, really gonna be cyberpunk. I think that's too much. That's too that's too cyberpunk. I was the female. Oh, this is a woman. I was a female looking at paint swatches, and you came up and started a conversation with me. Oh. We talked for a few minutes, and I mentioned how I was still apartment hunting, and it turns out you paint walls professionally, and gave me your business card, and said to contact you for whatever help I might need, <laughs> and a wink. He winked at her. Oh. But she lost the card. Uh, sad face. You are so fine, and I'm so bummed. If it's you, mention something from our convo. So that's one time. That's a good where one. that creepiness. No, it's not good because that's. Why would you? You ever, Tyler? You ever hand someone a business card and wink at them? Do you think that's a good move? Um, just to my pastor. Even if you were, fl- I don't even like flirting. <laughs> it's yeah, but it sounds like they flirted and they both liked it, and she happened to lose the card. That sounds like a real actual yeah. That's the most um, that, that's a legitimate one. one. Well, yeah. Well, she uh, clearly was into it, but I, I think the narrative there was I don't maybe they were flirting, but I feel like he just assumed that they were. Gave her the card and winked because she didn't respond to it after that because they were talking about painting. If she wasn't into it, she wouldn't have posted the misconnection. Well, yeah, I'm saying that now. Yeah. But the initial act of yeah, sure. If you flirt with uh, women, if you flirt with women, there's a good chance, or not a good chance, but there's a chance she'll be into it. But you don't know that ahead of time. Your beef is with him doing that in the first place. Right. My beef, uh, my beef was with flirting in general. I do not think people should flirt, and I know that seems really extreme, but I think that it's like you're assuming that this person might be into you, so you're risking that they might be uncomfortable for any reason, because you never yeah. know. And yeah. I don't, I don't like that. I hear what There's got to be a better system. And maybe if maybe if men weren't so crazy and problematic, but we are. That's probably the fix. We are, yeah. If, if men weren't so crazy and problematic and expecting sex for any little thing, uh, I would say, yeah, go for it. But that's not the case, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. all right. Yeah. But, uh, but TJ thinks that uh, all Latin men should just give you a card and wink at you. That's fine. That's what he believes. <laughs> um, I'm just saying that's a real misconnect. All the you others are, here. hey, I leered at you. You heard it here. Uh, last one. Uh, Damn it. Older white women at Home Depot in Joliet. <laughs> oh, in Joliet on Friday. Well, this way, he, Disneyland for fat white chicks. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Amy Blaze for that awesome joke. Uh, older white women. I, I think he's talking to women. It sounds like uh, I think he misused the plural of woman. Because that it doesn't sound like he's reaching out. But this one's okay. This one's bad. Maybe he's just casting a wide net. Yeah. He goes to Home Depot. So hey, ladies! Much. He's ladies at Home Depot. He's like, this could apply to five different women. If, I if ran you're in Joliet, actually, uh, oh no, this is an older white woman, so it's definitely not Amy Blaze. Uh, you were walking around with no bra on. Nice. Very sexy. I wanted to reach in your top and fondle them. Oh wow. my god! Uh, think you were having fun exposing yourself. Wish I could have seen them without the top on. Well, Home Depot is the place to do that. Yeah, oh Home Depot God. is a nice place to just think out loud your terrible, <laughs> terrible thoughts. But then that's all he described. I mean, I guess it's specific, but I feel like there's lots of people who walk around no bras on in Joliet at Home Depot. So that one's kind of vague. Oh, gee, that's pretty rude of you to assume. Um, is it? We're going to bleep out that part where you call me out on my terribleness. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I also wonder if uh, misconnections have ever worked out or panned out. Anything like romantic? Would that be terrible if that's like, how did you meet? How did you meet mom? Well, uh, she wasn't wearing a bra at Home Depot. Uh, really putting it out there. I was like, and I went on the internet and I was like, I would like to fondle some boobies, and she responded, emailed me right away. It is. If I if I put out a misconnection, and then that person actually like. Oh, I was actually just looking at misconnections and I saw yours. Now we can talk again. I'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's way too weird for me." Sorry. Right. Yeah, so yeah, so someone put out a misconnection about you, you don't think you would respond? If I saw it, if yeah. I came across, no, nah, I'd be like, "Oh, you're crazy." No way. Really? Wow. Well, you hear here, Tyler is not romantic I think at all. So romantic. <laughs> really? I would love you it. You think it's romantic? Yeah, I do. Uh, I would also as long as it's not you know like hey I saw you weren't wearing a bra like <laughs> like it's not no like well that's hey, the we... only ones I get I saw you there yeah, I, I saw you walking out of Kohl's and... I won't step foot in a Menards now we're gonna go into a quick thing I like to do where I just open this random fortune cookie it's the most Asian thing I do I don't know why I do it. Uh, is that a, Asian or is that Japanese? It's actually very American because uh, American people invented 
uh, fortune cookies. Oh, don't put uh, that on us. They did. We did. It's like garbage. It's orange. It's fortune cookies and orange chicken. We invented that shit. They're not eating that in China. They're not eating garbage. Uh, orange chicken is garbage. Uh, they they base this off a thing that um, Japanese uh, or maybe Chinese do. They which is they put a treat and then they put like some kind of information on a treat, but it's not inside it. It's just on top. Uh, Were you it, the one talking about how? In Chinatown, you can buy those, like, half-incubated duck eggs. Yes, it's called... Well, I don't know if it's in Chinatown, uh, but there's a Filipino dish called balut, which is, yeah, it's like... It's not half-incubated. <laughs> I don't think it's half It just is... Whatever the scientific term right. is. Late-term late chicken yeah. portion. So God. basically, that's, yeah, you That's eat. one of the most horrific things I could possibly imagine. Well, you're very uh, culturally close-minded. There's mm-hmm. uh, millions of people mm-hmm. in the Philippines that are very upset with you right now. Yep. Um, you, they also eat a cheese sandwich, ice cream sandwich that's literally ice cream between uh, bread. I would do that. You would do that? Uh, yeah. The ice cream is cheese. Mm-hmm. It's cheese-flavored. Oh, Okay. Too late. You already said you did it. I'd do it for sure. It's it's balut flavored. It's it's half fertilized egg. Flavored. Have you had one of those? What uh, balut? Yeah. No, dude. I grew up here. Uh, <laughs> I grew up here. I don't have I don't have access to like horrific monster foods, you know. And I can say that he fucking does. I do. I might I might I've know seen a guy. Jars. I might know a guy. I feel like Brendan Weaver might be able to get me some. He is the guy. He's the guy <laughs> to get him. He probably has some. He's making some right now. Uh, anyways, but that was way off topic. Uh, the fortune today says you will be graced with the presence of a loved one soon. You seeing any family soon, Tyler? <laughs> Wait, you open it. This is your fortune. I'm reading it on Tyler's behalf. Oh, this just gets put on me. He yeah. didn't even get to eat the cookie. You're eating it right now. Um. By the way, I'll, I'll see my dad because I moved into his living room okay. two weeks ago. All right. From where? Where were you before that? Two weeks before that, I was living in my grandparents' vacant house. That sounds awesome. And then they decided to move back. Oh. So, so I had to move out. No more crazy sex parties for you? Mm-hmm. No more balut. No more misconnections. <laughs> had to just stop that. I was getting into it for a minute there. Um, that's fair. Uh, do you, Has your family ever seen you do stand-up? Yeah, my dad one time and he for a while he just kept like saying I really want to see you. I really want to see you. And it's nice, but at the same time it was like I don't like it when anyone like friends or family comes. Okay, those are my follow-up questions, friends. Yeah. I I feel like it just makes it unnecessarily harder and it's already hard enough as is. Right. So I I just have I'm done. Really? With that. Does it make you nervous? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because when you do, now we're just. This is a third time talking about stand up. It's fine. Just real quick. When you do stand up, you're, you have to do some kind of character version of yourself, and then I have not seen you do that. You are the same. You've been the oh, same. Oh, you think so? On, you think you're doing a character? Well, I'm doing. I'm doing a performance. Like I don't really talk like that and maybe i do i you don't know absolutely oh my god this oh is god. Tyler figuring out that oh he has become the person he's been trying oh shit this is what i sounded like before oh, I did you that. just you just burst his bubble wow am i chubby no <laughs> no that's crazy uh i would say yeah sure there's a performance aspect of it but to me uh maybe maybe a little bit more but you are pretty much the person oh god is that bad I like I, li- I like uh, your cadence and how you tell jokes. I think it's really funny. But you talk like that outside of comedy. That's what I'm, what I'm saying is I have a hard time reading you. What's different about you on stage? I would say I'm I'm. What race I'm are you? Speaking more. What race are you on stage? <laughs> I'm Japanese whore. Uh, <laughs> don't say it that loud. Jesus Christ. I would say I'm I'm. If I were more comfortable, I would be more natural. Yeah. I feel like but I feel like I'm robotic a little bit with my hands. Like I'm doing hand movements that like as I'm doing it, I'm like, what am I doing with my hands right, right now? And so if like my friends are there, I'm now thinking about how they're seeing me and they're like, what is he doing right now? What is oh, this weird like animatronic right. I see that thing? Because they've known you for so long. Right. Yeah. So they can tell when you're putting on a show. But then yeah. they could probably separate that from it. But I can't. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah, and they they don't give a shit. Like if I was like, yeah, this makes me nervous. Like we don't care. We're just we don't care if you bomb or whatever. I feel like this Tyler's is like just you're a little circus monkey. Let like them a... keep coming until they get sick of coming. They'll get sick of coming. <laughs> yeah. And just let it be that way rather than you keeping them away. I that's like, what I've found. Like, I, like, I let my family come for like three months a in a row. Idea. And now they're like, yeah, we'll check it out. And I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, I but like I'd Tyler, also... Tyler, this is, they got sick of it. I feel like Tyler just had like a uh, Fight Club moment where he realized that he's the same person. Like, just, <laughs> like two people are not separate. That's funny. You know? It's like, why is uh, Tyler up there uh, telling jokes? <laughs> There's like nobody there. <laughs> you also, the, also the audience is imaginary. Um, yeah, it's, it's weird. A lot of sense. You have, uh, I've never seen it where it's like a duality and you're actually the same person. But I mean, it, it's probably a little bit more exaggerated. But I feel like it's a little bit closer than you actually think. Well, that I, I do actually like hearing that because I'm. That's what I'm trying to do. You like it when I can't read you. You, you get off on weird stuff, buddy. I, yeah. Um, Twilight. <laughs> but also with the thing not with not having people see me it's also selfish for me in another way because then I'm like they can just think I'm good at this mm-hmm. if they see me do bad then they just think I'm bad but if they don't come out maybe some part of them is like maybe he's actually good at this oh I see what you're saying and then that's all shit. so you don't want to ruin a potential idea they might have in your head yeah in heads of you yeah. potentially being good but you are good so that's a weird fear well thank you that's um that's the last i'm gonna bleep out that compliment i don't do that on the show um <laughs> uh, you got you got any shows coming up got anything to plug um i was supposed to do two skinny show tomorrow but i'm working shit and i had to cancel so that would have been a lot of fun but i'm not doing <laughs> that's that a, that's a sad plug it's an unplug. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. Ripping that cord out. Right. <laughs> and I'm doing uh, Vic Vikram Pandya has some Pandia. show he does okay. that he was nice enough to let me do. Where's that? Um, that the Blue Island one. Yeah, something like that. Have Where? you done it? No. The Blue Island is that a is I that a he, town? Not yet. Yeah, Blue Island. Um, I know he's got an op- a new open mic there, but. I'm not sure if they're doing it. Okay, so what the... What's that the other... dude is really, really good. He's very funny. Well, he's we... like, when he goes up, he's like, oh, you're doing this, like, professionally. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll not give accolades to people I don't, uh, <laughs> who, do, who have not first given me accolades. Uh, <laughs> but, so what? what's the date of that show? It's sometime in August, I believe. I hate you. <laughs> All right, well, I will find it for you, and I'll post it in the comments. Oh, and then I'm doing the Tonk House thing. Okay, cool. Very cool. Yeah, we did that show. Before yeah. you, um, separate time. Me, me first. I did it first uh, before you guys. Uh, that's a really cool show. Uh, bring bug spray. It's right, right near some water. Oh, okay. Okay. That's good to know. Uh, anything else? Oh yeah, Matt. Matt Buck and I uh, have started a podcast. Okay. Yeah. It's you called uh, Making It All Back. Um, we record it in a library, and uh, yeah, that'll be fun. Um, when are you when uh, that drop it out? When does that drop? We don't know yet. <laughs> don't okay. know. So keep an eye out for that, essentially. Yeah, that sounds cool. Uh, I will plug Once it again. Once we record a good episode, we'll drop it. Right. Do you just talk about current events or your feelings? What's yeah, what do you talk about um, with Matt, with baby boy Buck? Yeah, we talk about Matt's uh, lady issues. and um... <laughs> I want to be on that podcast. Yeah, yeah no, we Please. want to have guests because if we have guests, we can get into the bigger audio recording room right now because there's just two of us yeah we are um put in a pantry yeah sized recording room okay it's like literally the size of a closet okay which library are you going to the bolingbrook fountaindale public library yeah also don't whisper <laughs> why are you sorry whispering okay cool so that uh we'll keep an eye out for that anything else um Oh yeah, well, hopefully we'll do one of these uh, sketches and. All right. Yeah, yeah that'd be that'd we'll be super exciting. Uh, to the put sketch out anything like sketch that. group is called Butt Stuff Only No Names. Yeah. It'll be no, it's not it. Uh, well, it is it. I just didn't dis- discuss it with you guys. <laughs> TJ, you got anything to plug? Um, Japanese horror. <laughs> I, I hate you. I'm delete you for this episode. Uh, uh, Elmhurst Comedy Showcase. Yes. Plug plug August. That 
I believe, August 7th. August 7th? <laughs> the first Wednesday of the month. Anyone on there we know? Uh, yeah, Mars Tims, uh, Kenya Dadamsic, uh, Lucia Whalen, and Blake Burkhart. Cool. Whoa. Uh, Blake Burkhart. Oh, yeah. Com- uh, Comedians You Should Know guy. I remember him. Sis. Uh, anything else? That's all I got. Uh, we also run an open mic that <laughs> goes on every Wednesday uh, at Lunar Brewing. Uh, so if you want to try doing stand-up, uh, you'll probably end up on my podcast after a while just because of what happens. Uh, so check that out. Uh, Tyler, thank you so much for coming out. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Uh, TJ, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that awful rude. Uh, yeah, it was pretty rude. All right. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Once again, if you have anything you want to send in, it's uh, we are the strange podcast at gmail.com. I will see you next week. Bye.